long. A whole week. God, that music makes my ears orgasm. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Previously last week on Cock Die, New York wow. is no joke. Hard, frosty city where the only thing colder are the, uh, than the weather are the apathetic shoulders of its inhabitants. The familiar... Uh, huh? Damn it. Start over. Yep. Oh, well. Take two. Grittiness? Yeah, the familiar grittiness of the city leaks through the dawn, blinding your office. Oh, the drawn blinds of your office as the rocks in your whiskey glass clink as you sip the cheap uh, brew down. Business has been rough since the recent economic collapse. But you can't remember when that casino wasn't imploding. Problem that the, delim- uh, the demolition teams had a golden parachute while the rubble rained down on the rabble below. You sit watching the unusual warm night monitoring the wildlife uh, in the uh, f- uh, few bright spots of this beautiful uh, city here. Sitting, drinking under the slow turning of your ceiling fan, you hear the phone ring. Ah, uh, this is the office of Mr. Francis Bergosi, Private Eye, Jefferson III. Uh, that would be Bourgeois, Mr. DM. Bourgeois? I, I, oh. bourgeois. I don't know yes, how bourgeois is spelled. That is perfectly fine, sir. Uh, hello? Uh, this is Mr. Jefferson. Can I ask who's calling? Hang on, let me cue the sound effects. Just introduce your character. We're a little bit about, um, how he looks. Gotcha. Backstory. Well, uh, oh, hi. I didn't see you come in there. Uh, my name is, uh, Mr. Francis Bourgeois Jefferson III. Uh, I am, uh, what they refer to as a bit of a problem solver. People come to me when they need something taken care of, and I, uh, well, I find a solution to their problem. That said, times are tough. Apparently, I'm poor again. All, uh, all of my hard work, well, not my, all the hard work of being rich in the last campaign has, uh, left me destitute now. As destitute as my accent is, uh, thick. Ain't that how it happens, yeah. Bane, uh, Bane Ambervicious. Uh, why do we even practice shit? Would you please introduce <laughs> your character? Bane Ambervious. God, I'm worried about accidentally slipping in the southern accents with how thick, just... Yes, well, that might be a problem. Alrighty. God, there it is. <laughs> Everyone turns into a fucking cowboy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But... Bane Ambervious is a uh, biochemist, but he lives a double life as a gambler. Uh, he enjoys like really nice alcohols every now and then, but he's very partial to sweets as well. Uh, think of him as like 
sort of a playboy type character. Ah, for your convenience, I will post his token in the art channel. If you would redirect your gazes there for a little bit. Uh, yeah, darn tootin'. I'm gonna get right in there. Goddamn, I don't want to be stuck in a southern accent. It's so easy for me to slip <laughs> in. It's like such a comfortable accent. And, uh, <laughs> finally, Little Horse. I am Mr. Lit I am Mr. Lloyd Horse. Sorry, I am Mr. Lloyd Sour. I am a traveling pharmacist of sorts, and I I help people who need access to medications such as heroin or lonidum and other things. I do this on the road to satisfy my travels. I think that's going to be everyone who's getting here tonight. Doctor Who always let me down. It hurts. It Eternally hurts. wounded me. Oh. But yeah, pictures and art. Yeah, I don't have a picture, but I, I mean, let's be honest. It's just the guy from Knives Out. I'm just playing Bond with a southern accent. God, it's such a nice southern accent, too. Like, just go, go oh, ahead. Yeah. That. Indeed. You guys sit in the uh, office, the dimly lit office, admiring each other's southern accents when you all hear. Someone's on the phone. Well, I guess I will get that phone then. You're off. Uh, touche. Uh, Wookie, I pick up the phone. Uh, hello. Is uh, that you, Mr. Francis? I beg your pardon. I, uh, I'm afraid you have me at a disadvantage. May I ask who's calling? This is Jackson Elias. I need your help. I seem to be followed by some rather rough customers, and I've been out here in town, and I know you're the man to call. Well, Jackson, uh, you know I owe you that favor. Where are you? Come to the Hotel Chelsea, room 410, and don't delay. I know they're closing in on me fast. Has something to do with... I don't want to... Spread rumors, anything over the phone, they're probably listening in on us right now. How incredibly paranoid of you. I will be right there, Lies. Uh, don't you, uh, you don't, don't, understand don't you work yourself up. The tendrils of this plot stretch out over the entire world, man. Don't lose any haste. Make a straight line for this location. What I have to tell you is of global importance. Well, cryptic Elias, but I'm on my way. We'll see you shortly, sir. And, uh, yeah. Uh, fucking Frank, he, uh, he grabs his coat and his hat and he runs out the door. In a dignified fashion. Naturally. You all follow? Oh, uh, Asheril. A little, uh, a little horsed. Uh, a friend of mine gave me a call. Uh, apparently he needs a little bit of help. You, uh, do want to accompany me uptown? I will accompany. What sort of trouble do you, do you think this is? It's a good question. Hopefully the kind of trouble that involves, uh, us receiving a bit of pay. 
uh, the lights here are not going to stay on by themselves. Uh, from what I remember, my friend, my friend Elias, he, uh, he was, he was a man of some means. So perhaps whatever trouble he's in can translate into us receiving uh, some do duly deserved salaries. A, a small amount of additional coin would be would be just fine with me. I will join you. Uh, Playboy, you want to come too? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Of course, yeah, I'll go. Well, darn tootin'. All right, let's 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 uh, make haste then. My friend sounded quite uh, quite agitated. You guys, make your way out into the hot night. New York City. Ah, uh, New York, the bright lights of Broadway, the flashing neon signs of Times Square, the potent symbol of the new life in the Statue of Liberty, the steamy nightclubs of Harlem, and the antics of the bootleggers brought about through Prohibition. Such is the heady and intoxicating mix into which the uh, you guys find yourselves thrown out into. For all the glitz and glamour of the Roaring Twenties, the city is sleazy, dark, and the underbelly is quite bad with the downtrodden and the dispossessed, where they struggle to survive. Everyone still clings, however, to the American dream. Who's gonna tell him the American dream is dead? Not I! You do notice there's a couple guys standing up on soapboxes and handing out flyers, and you look at it, and it says SOCIALISM! Oh, that sounds cool. I'm, I'm gonna take a flyer. Yeah, take one of these. This is a socialist global revolution. We're gonna bring back the power to the workers. Uh, Frank spits on the ground. You goddamn commies. Just at that time, six Nazis come over, pull that guy off the soapbox, and then beat him to death right in front of you guys. Well, that's a bit harsh, gentlemen. Nah, take that Nazi yet! Stop, stop! That's very hypocritical. Yes, between the between the commies and the socialists and these uh, these uh, these uh, fascists, this city is sure going to hell in a handbasket. We don't have time for this, Nazis. Kick that man to death over there, out of our way. We are in a hurry. They pick the guy up who's like bleeding heavily and struggling vainly, and they go and take him around the corner and beat him up in the corner. God. I'm sorry, Jonathan's accent reminds me of that guy from Django who was like. How wide, Kate? Which one? The one who they call like Big Daddy. Like the. They're not the a guy from... No, that's a different dude. It's but like, the guy before you. that, the guy in the all white suit, the first guy they met when they killed off the uh, three brothers. It's been a while. I'll have to watch it again. Just uh, it's for been a while. It's been yeah. a while. <laughs> <laughs> Had a southern accent. All oh right. no. So you guys continue walking all the way there. Pick up a car, maybe. Uh, yes. I am actually not that proficient in auto driving. Drive auto. Look at that. I forgot. I did not put points into that. Uh, would one of the two of you like to drive? Does operate heavy machine count? Hmm. I mean, at the time, only, probably. Yeah, only in the most strictest definition. Why not take a taxi? Uh, if you're paying. Well, I, surely our, our, our 
the man who's summing us will cover the taxi fee. That is an excellent idea. Taxi! You guys all pile into a taxi, which takes you the rest of the way there. At a reasonable price. Exiting out in front of the Chelsea Hotel, you all glance up. It uh, looks like to be a pretty uh, reasonable establishment. Clean, tidy, but still a uh, very working man's establishment. Posted a picture of him art. Ah, yeah, I can see that. Hmm. Fat dude. So, how do you want to proceed? You guys are standing on the street in front of this, no, this pretty nice hotel. Got uh, like a fancy Four Seasons kind of place. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, Frank walks inside. I will follow. I guess I gotta go. Come on. Giddy up, Gabbles. I don't think I would ever say that. It's time for us to go. All right. You guys walk in inside. Shit! What what was outside that Wookie wanted us to find? Oh no! There oh was no! It's too late. Ah! Stating that you guys walked inside and you uh, see in front of you there is a receptionist who nods at you as you approach. I want to hit on the receptionist. Oh, of course you do. He sits there at the front uh, desk, writing in a book. Gonna saunter over there, put my uh, arm on the countertop, and just kind of lean over and be like. Hey. He do, he uh, doesn't immediately look up. He uh, greets you and uh, continues writing the book, finishes what he's doing. Then uh, putting his glasses on, he looks at you and then he does like a double take. He's like, oh, my goodness. Hello. I didn't realize. Welcome to the Hotel Jersey. How can we help you? That's more like, how can I help you? you oh, busy? goodness. No, no, I have all the time in the world. How can I? What? I'm going to be assistant. How, what do you propose? I'm so confused. I'm, oh, please elaborate. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Could you kindly find the room key for us, Asha? I, I guess we do need the room key. Yeah, you can always come back and fuck this gentleman later. Oh, goodness. Oh, my. Bane's going to ask for the room key, and when he receives it, he's just going to slip his number as a trade-off. You would see him, like, hold it three or four times and very carefully put it from, like, one pocket to the next. Oh, goodness. Okay, here you go, room key 410. I uh, do know that Jackson was expecting some people. You must be those friends. There you go. Nice. Uh, much obliged. All right, you guys make it up to the hallway, no problem, and find yourselves walking down a uh, hallway to the end room on the right. Put you guys on the correct map here. As you guys get to the top of the stairs and walk down the hallway, it does that fun zoom effect that happens to me every time I get into a very straight place. Well, the music is certainly full uh, boat. You all arrive at room 410. 
Frank, uh, I, I knock on the door. Knock, knock. Eli Elias, are you inside? No response. Second or two pass. Open the door, Elias. No one answers your call. Well, this is disconcerting. Uh, what did the two of you think? Should we, uh... Should we just leave? I mean, we have the room key. Well, shit. Open that door, then. Fan's gonna open the door. A million snakes pop out and they eat us! <laughs> oh, no! You do find the door is locked. You try to enter, and you find it locked, so you put the key in. Unlocking the door, you try to push it open. Doesn't move. Does it feel like there's something in front of the door? You give it a pretty good jiggle, and you notice that there is something piled up on the other side of the door, propped against it. Can I try to push it out of the way? I think I'm going to need a strength, Jack. Oh, thing. The one thing I'm not good at. I'm too weak. Little horse, I don't think we ever established if the little in your name was uh, ironic or not. Oh, you no, think you I, could force your way through that door? I I can certainly try. I'm a mere five foot one, fifty one year old man, so I'll give it a shot. Gotcha. So not ironic. Well, and I fail. Enough of the silliness. So I start banging on the door, yelling like, "Come to your door!" Enough of your nonsense. I'm old. I get to do that. So with the combined efforts, finally, after Little Horse banging and <laughs> rustling, a lot of the furniture piled up on the other side of the door falls down. Mr. Francis, you barge through the door successfully and behold a mess of a room. There's scattered furniture. The lamps have been knocked over and shattered. You see that the room to the back door is, uh, not the back door, the room to the bedroom is shut. Uh, all right. Do does it feel like there's someone in here? Can I? Uh, can I? Uh, is there a way for me to detect it by? I Spot like hidden check. Yeah. Fingers. Well, shit. Couldn't have done worse. Nobody in here. You just. Uh, just it's clear. I'm sure where I am. Where are we again? I can't see anything. I got. I got. Oh, there you go. I think I, I got winter. I, I muted myself. Hi. Oh. There, we can hear you. Oh, hello. Who was that? 30 minutes late. Oh, it's Dark God? Dark God, yes. I was reading some manga, and I was like, I'll wait for you guys. And then I end up reading too long. <laughs> yeah. I, I got a regular success. That's a real sucky spot. Uh, Dr. Bane, you look outside the window on the fire escape. There is someone out there. Oof. Eee, gross. Alrighty. I'm gonna walk over there. We got the yeah. uh Francis uh sees sees uh Bane look off my way and uh, pulls out his pistol. Francis? Alright, you pull out a pistol. Did we get new characters? Yep, yep new down. characters, bud. It's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> Hmm. So yeah. Frank pulls his pistol. He follows. Uh, 
God, his name's gonna take me a little while. Follow someone. That's true. Follow Ash. Ash, catch him. All right, I think I got all you guys on the map except for. Nope, yeah, you're here too. So, Amber, oh, I'm sorry, that's gonna take me a second. Dr. Payne. Go ahead. Outside uh, on the fire escape, you do see uh, someone. You cross the room and get directly in front of the window. Yep. You watch him run down the stairs, down the fire escape stairs. Well, guess I gotta give chase, huh? Holy shit. He's pounding down this metal staircase. You jump through the window and are right on top of him. Go ahead and give me... What do you think would be appropriate? Maybe like uh, athletics or um, mixing up systems here? Dex. I'd accept like a climb roll if you have any specialization, but yeah, a flat dex roll would be acceptable. Oof. Oh, a kung fu roll. Oh, Jesus Whatever. Uh, you got a success. What do you mean? I thought it was going to be special. I'm so scared of the low stats that I have. <laughs> All right. fine. The chase so is like afoot. any of us are gods. You must have, like, really good luck, though. Holy shit, I have bad one. <laughs> I'll say you close right into him, uh, right into five feet of him. He jumps down on the ground, and you pretty much land right next to him. Knee him in the side. All right. Doctor Who. Mr. Francis and Little Horse, you guys see your dear friend, Dr. Bane, leap out the window and a running start. She's already off the map. He is. Well, she'll be fine. I'm sure. <laughs> uh, is there any... Uh, can you describe the, the, the room to me since I missed it? Looks like Little Horse just made his way back into the bedroom. I'm taking the opportunity to explore this fascinating, filthy apartment. Mm. You open up the door to the bedroom and you see your dear friend Jackson Elias gutted, his intestines ripped out and spread all over the walls. Two cultists stand there, making their way, climbing out the window. Wait, there's no, there's no, uh, there's no thing. They're gonna jump to the death? I mean, do you want to stop them? Let oh, them we go. are most Keep certainly going to stop Gentlemen, you yeah, are not moving no, one more muscle. Okay, so I'm gonna, do I still have my cube and my, uh, my, uh, trident? I hope I have my cube at least. <laughs> do Please I still have my, have my gravity cube. gun? Yeah, I'm gonna use my gravity gun. And grab them and shoot them in the, like, shoot them back through the window. I'll allow you to use your gravity gun on one of them. Go ahead and make an intelligence roll. Yes, sir. Intelligence. No! Oh my god. Can I push it? Can this be pushed? Yes. I'm doing it. Oh, I'm dead! You look across <laughs> the alleyway and you see the head of a woman just explode. Blood all over the windows. <laughs> I put, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna look around. You know, put it back in my pocket. It's like, you know what? Maybe this is only for uh, demon gods. Maybe, maybe. Uh, have you been drinking again? I oh wait, have I not been drinking? The answer should be. I need you to kind of stop the innocent civilian. 
Yeah, it's, it's only a way. Well, I don't know that was me. <coughs> Anyways, let's, uh, oh, let's, let's... My, my poor ears. You know uh, what? I'm gonna check the, uh, the, the seat cushions and see if, he, if there's anything hidden. Because you always drop things in the cushion. A knife. Roll. Uh, uh condoms, Francis money. Jefferson. What are you doing? Uh, yeah, I'll another one. The other guy. Ancient relic of unknown origins. Give me a dice roll. <laughs> nope, never mind. I finally used condom. <laughs> I need to do two more dex rolls myself. <laughs> All right. Question: Does uh, Profess wait? What is Amber's character name? Doctor Bane Ambergius. Does Doctor Bane Burgess 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 see the woman well, head game popped off? <laughs> you're not Asher. You're not Asher, really. You're someone completely different. Okay, you're Doctor Bane. My apologies. I'm gonna go on you this other character the entire time. <laughs> it's on my rolls. All right, car. Mr. Francis Bug. Uh, you can call me Frank. Uh, I consider the two of us familiar enough, Mr. DM. Thank you, Frank. Uh, you jump out. You get a success compared to the other two. Uh, they rolled successes as well, and one of them has a higher dexterity than you. So you leap down. You see. Dr. Bane and one cultist in the lead of you by about 30 feet. And these other two guys land around you, one behind you, one in front of you. I'll get you no, guys. I still have my gun in my hand, and I intend to shoot one of these gentlemen in their chest. You're in range. I like it. Uh, Dr. Nice. We'll roll up initiative in a second. I'll go ahead and give you that shot, though. Dr. I got a little. My, my trigger finger. And little horse, what are you guys doing? Um, I'm gonna climb over. I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna go out the door. I'm gonna, and then I'm gonna go down the path, down the stairs. Oh no, I'm gonna take the elevator and take it to the bottom, and meet them on the other, and then meet them around. I'm going to continue to inspect. I would like to. I'm gonna look at the body for a while. Nothing gross. I'm just gonna, you know, poke at it. And touch oh, it and make okay. it feel sexy. Wow, okay. Dogger who? Yeah, I'm gonna go you out the door. And... Check as you try and run down the elevator and beat him around the side. Alright. Dex, baby. Dex, go! Holy shit. <laughs> uh, where can I get that when I was doing the gravity gun? I'll say it was so successfully, you're able to circle around and you're gonna get ahead of him. Nice. I finally get rid of my trident at the cost of having the cube. <laughs> Can't have too many overpower things. That wouldn't be fair or fun. At least this thing has a chance of killing me. Right, Dr. Bane would be right on top of them. One would be in front of you, one would be behind you. Alright, I think that looks good to me. There's a cold, snowy night in New York, and this littered alleyway is full of boxes covered with snow. 
I'm gonna need a successful climb roll or a jump roll to get over these these snow-covered boxes. Which one are the bad guys? The two. Oh, Next actually, to the other. Give me a strength or a jump roll to get over those boxes, or just barge through them. What was your question? Um, is there any um trash like you know those big trash cans, metal trash? The the ones you yeah metal trash cans, the big ones. Can I use the gravity ward to like block off a path like say you know where Doctor Who's at like right say like right here like a path right here and like drop one of the the, these things over here until we here yeah go and get an intelligence roll make a wall out of the garbage cans with gravity mm. and then I will need from Dr. Bane and uh, huh. Frank please give me a strength right. if you're just going to barge through these snow boxes or are you going to jump over them nice you smash them aside no problem do you accept dex in place of jump no. Alrighty. I'll accept the dex roll. <laughs> oh, nice. Just able to get up over it. You guys clear the boxes, no problem. Jonathan, I'll say that you're able to catch, uh, catch this guy. You get within range of him. Uh, Mata generous of you. Please. You get in range of him, and there is now a how Doctor Who roll. I got a success. All right, there is now successful. There is now a ball of snow and metal trash at the end of this uh, alleyway here. It's going to be a burden to get over. There's a wall. Halt! Stop! I am yelling at the guy. As the trash, like, slammed into the ground, blocking his path. Hopefully scaring the shit out of him. <clears throat> Alright, guy in front is going to successfully leap over. Since he's sleeping over, he, if I, can I take a chance of for tuning and sock him in his, in his stomach when he comes to my way? I'll allow it. I'll say this guy gets over. I'll also give an attack to Dr. Bane. Mm, full strength, activate. Ah, lizard arms. Would Vol be an acceptable role? Yes. Frank, you're also going to get a, you're as well going to be getting an attack on this guy right here. He did get his uh, jump roll over this wall of trash and snow. So he's making progress, getting away from you guys. Well, hopefully not for much longer. Can I brought you to the I brought damage hooked up to the gun. He's close enough now that, uh, you're muffled what? again. What are you doing to yourself, sir? He's actually asphyxiating himself while he plays. He's Jeffrey tubing in us right now. Uh, 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought so. It's... Oh, no. Can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I shot him in the leg. Oh, Holy shit. I'm not trying to kill him or really hurt him even. So much as make it so he can't run away. Alright, go ahead and roll up some uh, pistol damage. I don't know what that means. <laughs> he does a critical and I have to go save it. Uh... <laughs> uh, so are our characters friends or random strangers that meet up? Jim? Sorry, I'm just looking up fucking pistol real quick. My apologies. So okay. Let's say he's got a revolver. Hell yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know if that counts then. I, I shot him earlier with the thingy. I gotta change the skill, actually. Hold on. What kind you're of pistol do you have? Pistol. It's just, you gotta get the damage roll. Like, it already yeah. hit. You see the damage. Yeah, so you did 10 damage right there. Yeah, yeah. So, there's plenty of pistols that do a d10. Anything from a 38, 9mm of a revolver, up to a 41, a 44. Oh, no, that doesn't Yeah, I gave damage. myself a 44, a 45 revolver. I apologize. Nice. No, I like it. So, a 44 revolver, 44 magnum revolver, or a 44 revolver are two different things. Ooh. Yeah, I didn't think it was a magnum, just normal revolver. All right. That's 1d10 plus 2. A magnum revolver is a 1d10 plus a 1d4 plus 2. Should've got the Megum. This is Dirty it's... Harry. Yeah, I'm looking yeah. at a different one. Mine says it's uh, 2d6 plus 2 with a 44 Magnum revolver. Hmm. But I fuck only knows what I'm looking at. So I'm looking at the handguns and the core. <clears throat> and there doesn't seem to be anything with a 2d6 modifier. A 2d6 yeah, modifier would on average roll higher than 1d10. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I Googled it. Lord knows what I'm looking at here. So that's fine. Uh, again, it did 10 damage. Uh, we can play around with uh, um, Roll20 later. No, I'm sure it's fine. Roll20 is a computer. I trust computers impressively. In impressively? <laughs> Intrinsically. Intrinsically. Completely and totally. Yeah, they would never lie to us. Just like the internet lies to you. For his HP, one second. Alright, take your time. Gotcha, alright, I got it hooked up correctly now. Nice. Though, again, the point here is not to kill this man, it's just to shoot him in the leg. Keep him from you blow his leg clean off and you so see you gotta take the 10 and says a 7 oh shit all the blood loss is uh pretty fatal you can tell immediately he's a dead man uh, well uh whoopsie today I don't have a doctor 
Oopsies. Lands on the other side of the wall of garbage and snow in a bloody pile, dying. And then he's dead. Uh. <laughs> we still got two more to go. No worry, you're fine. Yes. Uh, make sure we keep one of them alive. I so know I successfully the hit the guy? Yes, nice. Did you? Did you shoot him? Yeah. No, I, I socked the guy, remember? The brawl roll. I got a six. Do you know what your yeah. base damage is? It's like a D4. D4? Um, I'm like super strong, so I guess, yeah. I don't know. I'll go with D4, that's fine. You should have a brawl button in there. Oh, I should? Oh, let me, give me a second. We'll do this after Bro, the game, yeah. but you are super strong. I know you get a modifier for that. Just, oh, shit. <laughs> I do got bra. You got All extreme right. success. We'll double that up. Yeah, you claw this guy right in his guts. He starts bleeding out, but he's still going. Oh, uh, well, now we can follow the trail. Blood. Uh. <clears throat> Dr. Payne? You pass by Doctor Who, hot on this cultist tail. What are you doing? Well, this one's still alive, right? Alive and bleeding heavily. Ah. Uh, I'm sure he can handle it on his own. Fair enough. You turn back and you do see Frank being bared down on by one more cultist. It looks like he's got some kind of machete in his hand okay is there like a pipe somewhere like a heavy looking uh i did break up i I did break up a trash can there might be uh some shards like you can use as a sharp knife you find a beaten stick stick? yeah you find a good metal heavy beaten stick all right i'm gonna hit him with it (laughs) yeah i don't know how far that is but yeah if i can just run up to him and hit him over the head with it all right, yeah. give me a brawl roll. Oof. I think I got lucky the first time. Yes, Ooh. you did. Wow. Can I... Actually, hmm. Can I push that? Yeah, go ahead. Never mind. You swing, oh you ducks, and you slip on the ice and land on your butt. God dang it. Uh, you look silly and everybody laughs. I mean, the people are running away. I'll die here. <laughs> the campaign ends right now. Everyone dies. Yeah. All right, Frank, I'll give you another attack. This guy is going to try and run past Dr. Bane. Make a leap over this trash pile of snow. Ooh. Yeah, that's success. Hard success. As he jumps over me, can I just try to grab him? Unfortunately, like no, in your position on the ground, he's able to skirt around you. Uh, alright. I'll continue to be discombobulated. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's hard to grab at someone as they're trying to run away when you're when you're prone. Yeah, and he also, like, fouling a 
butt, so you have to like rub it a few times. Oh know? no, you misunderstand. I am double cheeked up on a Thursday afternoon. This is nothing. <laughs> All right, Frank, what are you doing? Your core is getting away. Uh, yeah, I'm chasing after him. Oh, how far is he? He's making a leap over the trash no wall. Go ahead and make a dexterity. No, come here, roll. sir. Get the hell back here. Want to push that with one of your luck? I'll push it with one of my luck. All right. Uh, he's able to get away from me. I'll make a little distance. What's your move? Well, it gave me just another point. Uh, this time, uh, Frank's, Frank's attempting not to shoot the guy, but rather just fucking hit him with the gun. We need answers. He wants to catch one. Backhand him. He's afraid he's going to blast his leg off again. Because of his role? Okay, you're actually shooting him, or you're trying to... Backhand him, I think. All yeah, right. I was thinking he'd try to hit him if he's close enough. If, if not, I guess I'll just keep chasing. Stay as hot on his heels as he can. Maybe throw something at him. Is there, like, the gun. garbage? Can I throw, like, a like a trash can lid or something at him? Do a Captain oh. America shield, throw a trash can through the air like a rugby? Yes. And then you catch it? Oh, heck Stop yeah. you, hooligan. Stop, hooligan. Give me a strength roll. I can't say hooligan. Doesn't work. Nice. Our success. You hit him right in the back of the knees. He goes sprawling in the snow, landing on his face. He does one of those things where he does a pile up of snow all around him, and he's in the like fetal position on his face. You're in trouble now, boy. Boy. And then you two get around the corner. I'll say, Doctor Who, you're right in between these two maps. I'm going to get Dr. Bane and this last cultist, which is trying to get away. He's got a lot oh, of move. He's got a lot of dexterity. Where is the last cultist on the map? A little bit past me. Oh, my God. Yeah. But yeah, you guys have successfully knocked out one cultist and him sprawling. One of them is up ahead and making a beeline towards an old Hudson. Black. Oh, I have a very warp idea. May I say it? Can I use the guy who's bleeding to death? Grab him with the, the, the cube and shoot him straight at the guy who's trying to run away. He's bleeding. Oh, no. Like he's running towards the... Uh, make an intelligence roll. You love this uh, gravity gun of yours. I... I, I yes, I do. Yeah. It's the first gift you ever gave me. How can I not... So you grab the guy and smash him directly into the wall next to you. He's still out cold. Nice! Wait. Yeah. Which one am I grabbing? I thought I was grabbing the, uh, the guy on the ground. She's launched at the other guy. Right, you did, and you launched him directly to the wall behind you. Wrong way. Oh! <laughs> wow! That was a worth a try. This is why you don't mess with the doctor! Dr. Bane, you see this guy pile into this uh, car. Engine's still running. He's going to try and, like, do a skid and try and escape. I'll give you one mm. roll. What are you doing? Shoot him. <laughs> I don't have a gun. Uh, how far? Combo attack. 
Away from you, you count about 40, 60 feet. Mm -hmm. He looks like he's going to try to drive away, right? Yep, he's just got in this waiting hot car and he's trying to get away. Hmm. I don't think we have to chase him, though, because he's badly injured. He's going to have to go to a hospital. And the way, uh, damage, I'm guessing, from my claws, we probably can find him. Like, the damage, if we use, like, a police support and everything. Can I take a call? Ho all the hospitals. Oh, what? What? I'm not good at it, but can I take the license plate of that car? Give me a smart hidden check. Oof. Oh. Yeah, you saw it. You saw his face too, probably. Your eyes come into focus, sharpen for a moment. You see the license plate. NY7L. November Yankee 7 Lima. Uh, do we have to write this down? I Only got it. You want to solve the mystery? <clears throat> but you know, mysteries don't need solving. Some mysteries are just left alone. Just let, let it go, alright? You don't want to get involved with that. That's a little yeah, too just... dangerous. In yeah, my New York 7 plane. Uh, so one more time, what was that? Uh... Nice. Uh, I'm guessing the other guy's dead. What was the license plate one more time? I apologize. We'll get... In the Y7L. And just as you make out the license plate, <sighs> speeds off into the night, disappearing around the corner. Um... Where is our other guy? Oh, is that, uh, let me go, I'm gonna go rush to the guy, slam him into the wall, and see if he's still alive or dead. And if he is dead yet, I'm gonna do a little, I'm gonna do some medicine on him to make sure he doesn't die right away. Give me a medicine roll. This, uh... Wait, what? Uh, medicine. medicine. You must do the medicine roll to medicine, people. Doctor. You patch him up. He seen better days. He got smashed into that wall pretty good. You see the symbol of the bricks, like the pattern in his forehead? Yeah. But you stopped the bleeding, or else he would have died for sure. Would have bled out, but you stopped the bleeding. Stem it. Stabilize him. Uh, I'm going to take any weapon that I, I that's on his body and check his pockets just in case, make sure he doesn't have anything hidden. Don't need him stabbing in the back. You find a number of Joker-like knives that are all throughout his body. There's a bunch of hidden knives, but his main go-to machete-like weapon is this nasty-looking blade about three feet long. Only thing, yeah. I, only thing else out of the ordinary is this guy has a... He's got a headband on, and in the middle of his oh forehead... Oh my god, what? He has a headband on? Oh, Wookie, how didn't you start with that? Shit. I figured it all out. I know the Is mystery. It? He's got a headband on. Look at him. Wait, so then he's like, uh... No, like working out? I apologize, I'll stop talking. Oh no, it was a good I'm thinking to myself, like, he's got a, uh... A Kurishi Rohan, like, a headband. Is there like a special symbol? 
Does that have like a long mustache? Like a long, like very, like the, uh, like the very ancient Chinese warrior mm-hmm. mustache. You tilt his head back, and you see that the headband on the middle of his forehead has a human tongue, stapled and bound to the top of his head. Well, oh, yeah, that can happen. I open? I'm gonna open his mouth. Seems like a normal mouth. He has his own tongue. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Uh, and I'm gonna tie him. I'm gonna. Oh wait, is there anything to tie him with? Oh wait, there is. I'm gonna grab the machete and cut his uh, cloak up and use it to tie him up. All right, go ahead and give me a tie him up roll. Give me a strength roll. Strength Not sure what to ask for. Well, that's. I fail. Like dust off and make my way back up to the elf that thoroughly searched the room. I, I failed, sir. I am not. I'm not as strong as I thought I was. You kind of wrap the coat tails, the arms of the coat around the guy a couple times, and then tie him in a bow. Yeah, that works. I, I think that would work. Yeah. Doctor Bain, I understand. You go ahead and make your way back through the hotel, Chelsea, uh, winking at the front receptionist who uh, gives you the nod, and you. Are not stopped. You make it back up to the room 410, and it is in a mess. I'll just start everything over, turning stuff around, you know, right. looking Sorry inside. Right Little horse, what are you doing? You guys, um, Doctor Who, you guys have successfully subdued one of the cultists on the street. I'm going to take him back to the apartment and go through the stairs. Yeah, I'm gonna, we're going to go up the stairs. The The... What do you call it? The escape route they use, if we can, since we don't want to scare. Yeah, we don't want to scare the house and get the call. Cops called on us. So Little Horst is up in the apartment, giving it a thorough goings over. He's been had plenty of time to rifle through pretty much everything private. I forgot about guys. Sorry. No problem. I will say, Doctor Who. Horst, what is you have? What have you found here? What is going on? Wonderful question. What have I found here? Little Horse, uh, after a while, Frank and Dr. Bain rejoin you in the room as Dr. Who (coughs) lugs up one of the cultists on his back who is still unconscious. You find a number of interesting things in this room besides the dead body of your friend. Yes, Mr. Elias. Rest Bleeding out continues to seep through the bed that he lies on. Look of horror on his face as if he was being muffled and robbed of breath until his final moments. You find a picture of a big boat. You also find some interesting letters to his personal effect. You can tell that some of these, well, loosely call them research materials of uh, Dr. Elias here. Obviously, he was onto something. Well, you might be just pulling at strings, tying red strings from things that don't make any sense. A lot of the notes look like madness, and some of it you can tell has been intentionally taken. Uh. 
At this point, I'll go ahead and put in the resources what you guys find, but you do find uh, quite a few uh, letters. Some interesting uh, cards. Uh, find a pen hue. A Ben Hugh Foundation card, and you also find a card for Emerson Imports. So Horst points everyone to these things that he's found, and he's like, "Hey, look at look at this trash that I found." That's strange. I wonder what what was Elias doing with all of these things, and why did it get him killed? At this point, you guys start hearing some activity outside on the street. Apparently, a couple of the cops have been called, and they found the body of the cultist that you shot to death on the outside. Well, in my defense, he was asking for it. That's it. They're still outside, right? Yes, and more cops are arriving. You do see more cops going down the street towards the front of the Hotel Chelsea. No doubt they'll be making their way up soon. Dr. Bain. One thing that you notice as the rest of your colleagues search the room thoroughly through the papers and the effects of your... Now quite uh, still warm but getting colder friend. You look over your the features of your friend and you see something carved into his forehead. It's a strange pattern. What is it? Can I get a sticky note or something and write down the uh, pattern? You go ahead and go up to your dead now friend in his bed and start taking detailed notes of the of the pattern, whatever was carved into the forehead of your friend, it looks circular almost, like the mouth of a lamprey. Hmm. Well, you can tell. Well, you hope nothing bit into him. This is probably just the work of some madman with a knife. I certainly hope so. Dr. Bane, Horst. Doctor Who, I don't have a good feeling about this. More importantly, I don't believe that Elias will be paying us for our services. Uh, as I searched the apartment, did I find his wallet by any chance? We have a taxi uh, bill that we... Give me a spot hidden, Jack. Sure. Is the taxi car just still outside? <laughs> <laughs> it's keeping that meter running it's gonna be expensive better yeah, get this guy's yeah, money oh god i think we might have to go out the back door both because of the cops but more importantly uh the cabin driver uh is there did I presume I searched his pockets and everything else? So there's nothing else other than the damn the cultists took his money. They got his wallet. That's why they got him in the first place. They wanted his money. Oh, we have one of the cultists with us. Does he have a wallet on him? 
Go ahead and um, you check the cultist's wallet. Okay, you check the wa- cultist's pants. You do find Jackson Elias's wallet inside the cultist member's pants. Good, you son of a bitch. He was our friend. We get to rob him, not you. It's a clean $20 bill in there, too. Oh, yes. Uh, what, uh, fucking Frank. Frank pockets the $20 bill and says, Oh, they must have taken his money and put it in something else. It's empty. Just as you guys finish up your search and you open the door to start leaving out the back room, you see five cops making their way down the hall, knocking on the various doors. Oof. Can I, like, slip by to the lobby? Dr. Bane, you exit the room, shutting it behind you, make your way down the hallway. Go ahead and make a stealth roll. Oh, I'm not very stealthy. Oh. That's not going to be good for you. Just like Uh, a pig to have eagle eyes. Well, that tried. Excuse me, (laughs) ma'am. Dang it. May I have a web with you? That seems to be a step. It's outside in the street. Uh, okay. Ah, uh, yes, we saw that. It's about time you arrived, officer. Ah, uh, and just who am I, Joby? I have a suspicion that there might be a murder somewhere in this hotel, Chelsea. I won't rest till I get to the bottom of it. Uh, my name is Francis. Uh, miss, uh, my, my name is Francis Bourgeois Jefferson III. And uh, Frank pulls out his wallet where he has his old uh, detective badge from back when uh, he was a detective down in Louisiana. God damn it, if I ain't talking to Frank Jefferson III, my God, it's a pleasure to meet you, sir. Legend I on the force. I see my reputation perceived. Uh, yes, sir, we heard the disturbance outside, but being law-abiding citizens, we simply locked our door and uh, remained indoors where we'd be safe. All the same, I must by regulation check all the rooms. Uh, stand up a seat, you don't mind. Go ahead and do a persuade. Uh, man, maybe what? What? Uh, I'll get, allow you a social oh rule to convince him. Yeah, what is it? Smooth talking or fast talking? Hmm. I like a fast but talk. Is there a plant? Like, is there one of those old, like, those plants? This is like, like a nice apartment area, right? Is there like, uh, a base or something? Sir. Are you sure? I, do, I don't. I, 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 I don't believe I recall that particular regulation. Ah, uh, sis, boys, go ahead and help the man. We gotta check every room, and they go ahead and make wait, 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 wait. Can I say? Can I do something before it, it becomes a? Doctor Who something? and Doctor Bane, what are you guys doing? I'm Sweet. gonna try um, to persuade him to not go in there. Actually, I'm gonna use the this. I'm gonna use the uh, the cube, and I'm gonna shoot a uh, base out the window like someone's running away. All right, go ahead and give me an intelligence roll, Doctor Bane. Go ahead and give me a social roll uh, of your choice. Nope, no. I'm pushing that. All right. You send another vase directly to the apartment outside and goes right through the head of another woman, pasting her blood all over her children. Oh my god. 
I'm pushing my persuasion. Not happening either. Oh, nice. Ma'am, I insist we must search every room. This is a murder outside. It'd be cooler if you didn't. At that point, uh, like four or five cops muscle their way by you into the room and they have discovered Eliza's body. Hold on, uh, don't let anyone leave. Everyone here from? is under arrest. <laughs> I, wanna... oh, I swear, officer, this isn't even our room. Oh we're my god, murder! We're just standing in front of it. At this point, there are six to eight cops in the room with guns on you. Lieutenant Martin Pohl, walking back and forth, looking at you, shaking his head. Rank, I expected better of you. You know you could have trusted me. What the hell happened to you? Well, that's what we're trying to find out. Level with me, Frank. What's going on? All right, police officer that I don't actually know, but who knows me? Uh, we're not sure. I received a call from my friend, uh, the poor, the poor man there on the floor, telling us that he had some urgent information he wanted to uh, to give us, and asking us to come over. And when we arrived here, we found these gentlemen uh, over his body. Uh, one of them fell off in the street, and somehow his leg fell off as he jumped. Uh, I have no idea how that happened. It was not me. Uh, as for the other one, though, we were able to recover one of these gentlemen. We brought him up here. Uh, you are welcome to question him. Obviously, since you're the cops, and since uh, you're about to arrest us. But uh, this gentleman here was one of the men that we found over the body. Lieutenant Martin Poole. Was that Doctor Who? I said I hand him the machete that the, that the guy uses. Like I just armed him. I didn't want him to kill us with it. I just want to leave. Like while he's talking, can I just slip away? You try and nudge out, but one of the uh, larger security, uh, one of the larger police officers, steps into your pants and shakes his head. Wait, can what? I? He does what? <laughs> Lieutenant Martin Poole nods as you're talking it seems like he's familiar and he takes the knife the giant uh panga away from you as you hand it over yeah i suppose i believe you this isn't the first murder we've had in these peculiar circumstances and i apologize yeah we came in hot but we have to make sure the area was secure all the police officers at this point lower their guns and holster their weapons uncocking the weapons that's it's understandable. Incredibly kind of you, based off of almost nothing. Uh, I do appreciate it, though. I'm aware <laughs> of your position, Frank, and now more than ever, we gotta trust each other. This is the ninth murder. The victim's been murdered in this way, in this method, in the last two years. Victims have had no apparent connections. They were poor, wealthy, middle class. Didn't matter where they came from, and all the victims, they had the same marks left on their foreheads. Well, you have, uh, you have somebody to, uh, question now. I can wake him up right now if you would like. Well, I wouldn't mind that at all. Please try and rouse him. Sure, and I reach into my, uh, my, uh, bag and I take out, uh, the, uh, some liquor first. Ordered myself one. Of course, <laughs> Naturally. I take a ticket swig and I pull out a uh, 
a plier and I grab his hand and I pull off a nail. <laughs> right in front of the police officer. <laughs> oh, Doctor Who. I, I actually uh, am not very well affiliated with this man. Uh, no, no, so. it's all right. I was a man in the military and we had to get information sometime extracted. <laughs> I trust the man's methods. However, the man oh, does not regain consciousness and he starts bleeding on the floor from the wound. Hmm. And I, can, I reach back into my pocket and I get uh, some adrenaline. I was like, uh, I, I really don't like giving this to people since I like to use it myself. But here we go. And I put it up just a like, tiny bit, like enough to like jolt him up. And I it's, it's stick into his veins and give him a little bit of adrenaline. To wake his ass up. He continues to remain asleep. However, the wound in his head starts to bleed through the bandaging that you gave him previously. All right. Do neither of the two doctors we have on hand have ammonium carb? I do. I just don't want to give it. Ah, fine. It wastes my carbine. Okay. And I, I snap it and then see if this works. And I put it by his nose and see if it wakes his ass up. <gasps> he does. Arouse. In a complete stupor, unable to make a single coherent sentence, he just continues to babble and mumble, look away at the floor, eyes unable to focus. Perhaps something stronger. I'm a pharmacist. I will, you know, give him something to take the edge off. Yep. I have everything you would ever need. I have some cocaine. I have some... Uh, uh, uh. Some opium. Anyways, might, might be. Opium, right here. These little pills, right here. Uh, let me, uh... I, I um, cook it up on in the spoon, take it out, and then stick it into his bloodstream. As Doctor Who tends to this cultist, trying to rouse him with the pharmacist's help, little horse, the investigator continues his explanation. I thought this was the last murder we'd seen in his parts, but it seems that the current method of prosecution was a dead end. The investigation, you see, came to a close when Captain Robson the 14th precinct, uh, precinct of Harlem arrested a local man, Hilton Items. He was found at the scene of one of the murders, and now, when another <clears> murder's <throat> taking place, it doesn't seem that this was the correct man. It seems that Captain Robinson may have nabbed the wrong person. There's actually, there was three of them. There was one still on loose. He's actually currently, uh, bleeding out of his stomach at the moment. So, so you're we saying can... this is an organization that we face in this string of murders? It's not even one man. Well, there were certainly at least three of these gentlemen in Mr. Elias' apartment. We didn't get much from the guy who got away, but um, we have a license plate. Do, uh, well, we have a license plate as well. Tell us what you have. Maybe our information lines up. NY7L. Yes, we can confirm that was the car that we saw the suspect fleeing. Chased as well. I suppose that was your crew. Yes. Perhaps. <clears throat> hey, interesting. But for sure he's going to need medical attention. The guy who got away. So, if we can call all the hospitals, yeah, everybody that's... Everybody that does any sort of underground me uh, medication... Uh, you know. We can we'll try. Put, it is New York City. We'll put out an AT well, we'll put out an APB and try and get all the medical staff loaded, but it'll be tough for me personally. I'm simply 
Yeah, it's, uh, it's a problem because lieutenant. Because my rank of lieutenant only allows me a certain uh, room to operate. Captain Robinson's closed the case and pulled rank on me. Could we say it's something else? Say it's a copycat and the only way to find it? Find I have is... some resources available for me. I'm letting you know I'll do what I can on my end. That is fine. Mr. Elias was a, a dear personal friend of mine. I intend to find out exactly what happened to him. So any help that you have would be, uh, well, certainly appreciated. But I don't intend to stop until I figure out what happened here. Can I, like, take one of the cops to the side and ask about their forensics departments? Yeah. Are you able to get one of the, uh, one of the uniformed officers to the side? What are you asking? Do they have any of the bodies of the previous victims? Well, sure, ma'am. We got some of the people down at the precinct, at the coroner's office. I'm sure they could help you out. Yeah, I'd like to look them over. <coughs> Go ahead and make your way down to the precinct and schedule an appointment with one of the morticians. I'm sure they'll be able to facilitate you as you are cooperating with the investigation. All right, thank you. And Bane's just going to start walking out. He's going to stop by the lobby and ask the uh, receptionist to keep in touch, tell him who comes in and out and such. A little flap on the ass. Give me a charm roll. God damn it. Oh, man. You're not as beautiful. Oh, give me the rolls. I want the rolls. Well, you are playing a playboy. I mean... The receptionist. Wait, she's a playboy bunny? The receptionist blushes over and his glasses steam up. He gets so blushy. Cool. Cool. And you successfully exit Dr. Bane into the city. Not a problem. You are not obstructed by any of the police officer. You're not stopped. And you go ahead and successfully leave the Hotel Chelsea. What are the rest of you doing? Can I listen to what he's gibberish he's saying? See if I can, like, understand any of it. You are unsuccessful at rousing the cultist that you smashed against the wall. It might have been some brain damage. Who knows? CTE. <laughs> he is hustled into the back of a uh, paddy wagon and then whisked away before you're able to get any information out of him. Hmm. All right. All right. So I'm going to go to the mafia and go see if there's any, uh, any any uh, doctors that would know uh, of uh, anybody would know a way of any if there's any criminal any doctors that would work under the table. There you go. Other than me. Understood. Little Horse and Frank, you guys only one remaining in the interrogation. At this point, it's just some cops talking over a dead body. Little horse kind of looks at the body and then is like, "Well, we've seen it." And he kind of want he looks confused and kind of wants to wander out of there. He just kind of wants to, you know, quietly walk out. I'll meet you back there at the office, Horst. Uh, yeah, officer, officer, I'm not sure why I caught your name. Lieutenant Martinpool, if you ever need a hand at the force, you got a uh, you can count on my aid. Good to know, Mr. Poole. Uh, you wouldn't mind if I accompanied you. If your case is closed, what's the chances that I might be able to procure uh, to see those uh, files that you have? 
Well, frankly, I'm a busy man. Uh, this case has been more of a side project. It's not an open, active uh, investigation. All I can I tell you, you is what I told you so right far. Now. Gotcha. All right. I'll reiterate to you. Watch out for Captain Robson. I have a feeling he's not on the up and up about this whole thing. Fed up. I appreciate that. Very good, sir. I'll leave you to it. And he starts uh, talking with some of the other police officers there. Okay. Yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, Frank's gonna. Frank's gonna head back to the office. So I think Little Horse and Frank, you two would have been the individuals who had the most time in the room. I believe Dr. Bain would be as well. Did any of you try and volunteer the evidence that you found through the personal effects of Jackson and Elias, or are you keeping that information to yourselves? I understand. Oh, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, no, I'm not saying anything to them. There's a reason why, there's a reason why Frank left the force. Well, I, I'm just keeping the little knives myself as souvenirs. Understood. Uh, so yes, no, no, no. Doctor Bain, this is, not, this is not a two-way street. You make your way down to the police inct and uh, the police inct, the police precinct, and find that the bodies are there in the cooler. And after an examination, you find they all died of exsanguination excessive blood loss after having their entire body cut to ribbons and their intestine pulled out that's nice On each i want to gather up some of the uh, forensics records and take some of the like samples that they already have in the fridge Alright, you're able to surreptitiously gather some samples, and you do notice as a final observation the same lamprey-like circle etching in each of the victim's foreheads. And with that, you make your way out of the precinct unobstructed. Uh, Gotta love government. I'm sorry, I was uh, muted. I was asking, can I take some swabs from the indents on the lamprey-looking things? You're able to get your cotton swab you out and you, you take your dab it and you dab it on the thing. Yep. Doesn't seem to be anything abnormal about the wounds. It just seems to be uh, a flesh wound. Is but a flesh wound, as they say. But yeah, I'll take that and go home. All right, you walk directly out of the precinct. No problem. Dr. Bane. Oh, excuse me. Dr. Who? Yes. You hit up your mob contacts. It doesn't seem that anyone came into the the underground circuit looking for a doctor with that described wound, claw marks across the belly. Hmm. I give the, my informant fifty bucks and I'm like, thank you. If you do hear anything, let me know. <sighs> oh wait, you know what? I just think so. Have you seen? And I, I draw on a piece of paper. There's like a, it's a bandana with the tongue on it. It looks like it's stapled. Have you seen anything like that recently? Well, may uh, I keep my ears out, man, but I haven't heard nothing like that. That seems like some mighty weird stuff. Kinky, man. You steer away from that stuff. I hear Satan's involved. Yeah. Be careful, too. Have you guys watch out for those type of people. 
they seem to be uh, killing a lot, killing around the people at a time with very gruesome endings. All right, man. Hey, you feeling all right? Uh, after the snake thing, I'm, I'm a little on edge. I did miss. I do miss my friend. You know, I heard you were uh, globetrotting recently, man. You gotta calm down. Stay at home for a while. Yeah, I do want to stay home with my my dog, but hey, we gotta save the world every now and then. So like heroes. Hell, don't try like, get too big of a head. That's self-aggrandizement. You be careful. Uh, I'm sure I'll run out of luck someday. And I, I leave the room. Take uh, take care. So long, my friend. I'll just meet up with everybody. Oh, sorry. Go for it, sir. Sounds good, man. We're going to have you guys reconvene back in the office of Mr. Francis Bogosi Jefferson the Hood. Private Eye. We're going to take a five-minute break. Sweet. Nice. Sounds good. Beautiful. Bogosi is my new way of saying bourgeois. Bourgeois. Bogosi. I can only with the bourgeoisie. Francis Bourgeois, Jefferson. You can call me Frank, but you do not get to call me Bougie. Can I call you anything other than Frank? Oh, you can call me Francis. You can call me Mr. Jefferson. How about Sugar Baby? Sugar Bear. Sugar Bear. Ah, uh, you can call me Sugar Bear. It's a little weird. I'm not super comfortable with it, but... the persona music by the way
New York is no joke. Falling into a volcano called Dara, hot wind rips through your soul, causing tear, tar, and tears to obscure the old god of the volcano. Oh, I remember this song. Scratching the smoky ash from your eyes, Professor Amber beholds gargantuan tentacles lashing out at her as her mummified body twists and shrivels. Who is laughing? Who knows that voice? Oh, she didn't die. Reaching out with the serpent scepter, Tiranesh opens a portal in which the pseudopod of the god smashes and splits into miles of splintered flesh. You feel the air of viscosity change as you pass through the portal to the dreamlands, catching Tiranesh's eyes and seeing the mad joy of falling through the portal with you. Oh god, we're stuck together, aren't we? Rage, frustration pour through the portal, shrinking whole as a gout of fiery explosion sh sharply ceases as it closes. The dreamlands, huh? She mused. You just won't die, will you? Doctor Who, you wake up in a cold sweat, instinctively grasping for your flask. You all sit back under the turning ceiling fan in Frank's office. Why did she do that? Why did she jump? Could have done more than this. This I take the opioid and sniff it, and then and I take a nurse so they can try try to do think I else. Is there a book around there? It, something else to do. You bought yourself another drink, grab a book, and flip through it absentmindedly, not really reading the words, just your eyes going through the motions. <sighs> I single, t a few tears uncontrollably come out from my eyes. We didn't see eye to eye, but damn it. Frank, your phone's ringing. Oh, uh, Frank, it was a fix up the phone. Uh, Mr. Jefferson, uh, you've reached Mr. Jefferson. Hello there. How are you? I'm doing fine. How are you doing? Oh, good enough. Let's get a business. My name is Carlton Ramsey. I am also the estate. Oh, Jackson Elias. Ah, uh, indeed, Mr. Uh, Mr. Uh, was it Ramsey? Gordon Ramsey at your service, sir. Yes, Mr. Ramsey, all right. Uh, how can we help you? Do you have any questions concerning Mr. Elias? Well, the question with you, I have, his re I have his funeral scheduled for tomorrow, and I would hope that you would be at the reading of his will, as you are specified Frank Jefferson, are you not? Uh, I am. Oh, I am oh. indeed. Oh, good, 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 good. 
We'll expect you at the funeral and then at the following reading of the will. Uh, that is fine, yes. Uh, we'll be there. And, uh, Frank gets the rest of the information for the call. Location, etc., yada yada. You get the time and the place? And the phone yes, ring? Yes, and then he, uh, relays this to, uh, his compatriots. Uh, gentlemen... It appears that Mr. Elias has left me something in his will. I think it would behoove us to attend his funeral, find out what it is that he wanted us to have. Hopefully it's money for myself, but uh, if not, <laughs> certainly at money. least it could be something. It's a will involved. It could be money. Money would be nice, but if not, at least it might, uh, you know, uh, propel the plot along. Horst is good to go as long as he uh, he asks briefly about whether the taxi fee would be included in this uh, in this trip. Uh, I did not establish that with Mr. Ramsey, but I'm sure we'll make him pay for the uh, the taxi fee. Yes, that sounds good. Wait, taxi? Do we not have a car anymore? Do I not have a car anymore? Doctor, you have a car. Offering to drive us all? Yeah. Oh, okay then. Fine. No taxi. I just have to hold my drink. I might take the taxi. <laughs> I get in the car with that guy at the wheel. Yeah, I think I'm fine. I'll take the cab. So, uh, Frank diving into a cab to rest of you in Doctor Who's car. You gotta make your way on over to, uh, after hacking up along. <laughs> Oh God! Off oh, mic, you need a mute button, sir. Get, I'm get glad I took button. the. Uh, I'm very glad I took the taxi. <laughs> get that long lap receipt from Doctor Who. Well. Would you like some help? <laughs> I think he just came. <laughs> There probably is a point where we're legally obligated to call someone, right? Arriving at Doctor Who's funeral. He's clearly still breathing. We're okay. (laughs) Oh, Doctor. Your car arrives at the funeral, and you guys all get out, and uh, you find yourselves standing in one of the New York drizzly rain. Are you in need of medical assistance? Jackson Elias' funeral takes place on Cypress Hill Cemetery in Brooklyn at 2 p.m. on January 17th. The ceremony is brief and non-denominational, taking place during a light snowstorm. Turnout is small, and the the only mourners apart from the investigators being John Kenston, Carlton Ramsey, and his niece, Willa Sly. 
the priest encourages uh, y'all to go ahead and share any special memories that you may have of Eliasita's exploits. There are a few reporters in attendance, all of whom keep a respectful distance during the ceremony itself. They're hovering off in the wings. If any of you have a special story and don't want to just breathe into the mic, you may share I don't it know now. If, I don't know if it's possible, Wook. I'm sorry. Yeah, Dark, I God, I'm just going to mute you until you can... Uh... He might be dying. I think he's actually dying. He might be. I'm dying. He's not pressing his mute button. That's common courtesy. I'm dying from his lack of manners. All right, we're going to need like a verbal yes or no. Are you okay? I think it's a no. Is he unable to speak no? I let him chill out for a second. Um, Do but... we know where he Yeah, you guys just stand in the snow a little bit as you watch your friend <laughs> lowered into the ground. Apparently, yeah. You think to yourself, he probably couldn't breathe either after the knife punctured his lungs, letting endless torrents of blood into his breathing sacs. Oh, What's that for? <laughs> I have no idea. Dr. Vane, you do see a a well-dressed woman hovering in the outskirts of the reporters. Uh, she is trying to make eye contact with you. Oh. Going to make eye contact with her. After a while, she sheepishly walks up to you. Um, hello, uh, did you know, um, Dr. Elias well? Only by association. Ah, more in a professional capacity, I understand. Well, I don't mean what? to intrude. I didn't want to be rude. I know this must be a terrible moment for you, watching a friend die. Oh, he was really more of my friend. Oh, you must be terribly affected by his death. Uh, I'm not particularly happy. Can I ask how you knew the deceased? Well, I... Well, it's going to sound crazy, but I think there might be something that your friend got mixed up in with some dangerous people. We've been working on uh, it and trying to put the pieces together for some time now. I think that the two of us should have a conversation. Very good. My name's Rebecca Schosenberg, and I work over at The Times. Oh, sorry, no, wait. Um, I work, yes, I do work at the New York Times. I invite you over to West 43rd Street if you ever want to come by the offices and discuss this more. I should let you know that we've been investigating 
The hand. Fine, Doctor. Dark God, don't die. Yeah. Get better. Poor guy. Anyways, as you were saying, uh, detective or investigator or reporter, whatever. I'm a reporter woman. Yes, as you were saying, Mrs. Reporter Woman. I work at the New York Times. It's a very prestigious establishment. Have you heard of it before? You ever read the newspaper, New York Times? You never seen one? Really? I have, from time to time. As, as you were. Please continue. I know that the words are very small. The t small print can be hard to read sometimes, but you really must give it a try. Uh, ma'am, you are testing my patience. I'm just having a little Would bit you of fun. So I kind apologize. As continue. We were putting together some of the pieces for these <laughs> bloody cult ritual murders, and some of the pieces, some of the parts to the puzzle weren't adding up. They weren't fitting together. One of the strangest pieces was the arrest of Hilton Adams. Just what seemed to be a random person convicted and blamed for the murders. In any case, this is too much for this location. I apologize. I can't get into the details here. Please come by my office. Do the rest of us overhear this, or is it just the two of them? It's a pretty small group. You guys are all overhearing the conversation at this point. Another gentleman, uh, one individual you guys know as Jonah Kenningston. Kenningston. Kennington. There it is, no S. Uh, he walks up as well. Uh, I believe I might have some information about this. Yeah, the circumstances surrounding our friend, Dr. Jackson's, uh... Dr. Jackson Elias's untimely murder here. Come by my. Uh, I mean, are we still? So yeah, are we still in this funeral? Perhaps. Uh, yeah. He he is my business card. Perhaps this is not the correct venue. Uh, you know, many ears, small rooms, and the like. I th I think we should definitely find a time to sit down and have a conversation quite agree and you guys exchange information and you guys are directed towards his newspaper it seems like he is an editor of all of Jackson's books uh, he is the editor-in-chief of all of his publishings and that's his relationship to Jackson Elias but as you say sir there's a uh, Public forums aren't the best places. Please come by my office, uh, Prospero House. Small publishing house, but we'd get by. I will be sure to do that. It was a pleasure making your acquaintance. And then I think uh, Frank's going to go try to find uh, Mr. Uh, God, Mr. <laughs> Voice. And uh, see if uh, we can figure out what's going on with this will. Let's have some respect for the dead. No more talking about shop. Uh, I'm looking to get paid. <clears throat> all right, you guys all follow. Uh, I'll follow Frank Let's... to the reading of the will, proceeding directly afterwards. Yep. Sure. If you guys want to come with, I promise. If uh, if 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 uh, I am to be blessed in this will, I promise not to forget the little people that helped me along the way.
you guys make your way away from the funeral and don't feel anything odd. No one follows you away. You do see the niece staying a little bit longer, but eventually everyone drifts away as you guys all pile into the car and make your way to the law offices of Carlton Ramsey. You guys make your way up to the second floor and find his office uh, behind making his way into his office past the secretary. He sits you guys all down and uh, starts taking out the will and reading through it, elaborating on its different points. Horse looks at uh, Frank and asks, well, what did you get? Oh, that is an excellent question. Jackson was a very accomplished man, it was very modest in his expenses, and therefore it seems like the majority of his assets are in ancient Aztec and buying gold for some reason. I couldn't imagine why, but see here, Goliath has given me full power of authority and attorney to Ramsey. Liquidating all of his assets, and it seems that he has instructed me to use these assets to create and manage a fund. See that this fund we sent to any of my friends who attend this reading and continue with the investigation of the Carlisle expedition. Hmm, very strange. Very strange. And you can tell this is, um, a sealed will. This is the first time he's reading it and going through and enunciating the different details. They're surpri- uh, surprising well, him as much as you all. But yes. Uh, nothing. Uh, my apologies. Please continue. So uh, the money is ours then? Oh no, it seems that I must manage this investigation of the Carlisle expedition. <laughs> Troubling. I am not looking forward to this partnership. <laughs> but I am looking forward to the payday. Uh, yes, I remember hearing uh, about the Carlisle expedition. It went missing or something. I think I remember reading it in the paper. Yes, yes, I read the same thing. I was under the impression that everyone, uh, the principals of the Carlisle Expedition were all brutally murdered. Yes, those dirty savages. They, uh, <laughs> tore them apart. Limb from limb, nothing left but a bloody pile in the desert. Yes, alright. Well, uh, we're going to need some of that money to pay for the taxi that I took over here. And at this point, you see him take out a pile of gold coins. They're somewhat rectangular in shape. He lies out five of these massive bricks of gold into three different piles, each five high, and then hands it to each of you in attendance. Woo! Uh, Frank gives it a little bite. Like, yoo Well... It's hard to say what these giant gold coins would be worth, but he uh, quickly points out these these are probably worth about two thousand dollars each. Two thousand dollars for each gold coin, or two thousand dollars for this entire stack of coins? Seems like each one of these coins, uh, the entire stack, should be worth about two thousand. Uh, 10,000 and then 2,000 for each of you. So each of you got 
about $2,000 worth of gold coin. This is nothing compared to my ordinary funds. I feel cheated. Well, that's fine. I mean... Oh... Oh, you're alive! He is. I drank the bit Yeah, but it stood on the wrong pipe. It like was like teeter-totting from my lungs and my uh, throat at the same time, and it wouldn't go away, and that's... <laughs> oh, I thought it was something serious. I didn't think you just drank wrong. Okay. I know, it was, it was, it was <laughs> definitely serious. You did a poor job of taking a sip of your drink. No, yeah, I, I threw up everywhere. I thought it was some life-threatening disease, but no. You just don't know how to drink. That's fair thing. Which is say. ironic, because Doctor Who very much drink. knows how to drink, and yet apparently Dark God <laughs> cannot take a sip. Got him. <laughs> Single sip nearly killed him. It did, I, I, I well, you made it back just in time to get a whole <sighs> bunch of money. That's nice, but we have a whole yeah. bunch of money. Well, I have a whole bunch of money. Add $2,000 worth of gold to your inventory. Exciting. But, yeah, the will is read to you guys. You guys are allotted your different amounts of gold coinage and may find yourself back on the street in New York. <clears throat> oh. Well, I don't know about the rest of you. I find myself in a strange position here because while I did respect Mr. Lies while we were friends... Uh, I would like all of that gold, and I would like to not have to be involved in whatever uh, involved these cultic havings. So, the way I see it is, uh -huh. we certainly could help Mr. Uh, Carlisle and Mr. Elias in this wild goose chase that could involve all of us dying. Or uh, we could just find out where they're keeping that gold. And or we could just kill them. them. I thought the gold well, was in front of us. We have some of the gold. Some of it. How about we uh, hire a prostitute to uh, swindle him for us, and then we don't have to do it. Uh, and then we, we'll just have to kill the prostitute, of course. Just... You know you can't trust those ladies. Yes, I thought I was crooked, but having heard you say all of the words that you just said, I think I have changed my mind. Uh, let's help Elias. <laughs> just do a 180. You know, that's helpful. He was a great guy. <coughs> I'm having trouble continuing up with my dastardly plot now that I've heard your version of the dastardly plot. Hey, man, I was just trying to help you. Help? Yeah, it's too dastardly for me. He helps turn him on the right path. No, yeah, no problem. He help me. Uh, you know, in a sense. Uh, regardless, I have no idea where to start with this dialogue. I guess we should go speak to the reporter. Do we want to split our efforts? I'm going to start analyzing the stuff I swabbed off of the uh, lamprey-looking marks on the bodies, as well as reading through some more of the reports I got. You guys do what you want. Hmm. Understood. Dr. Bain, go ahead and give me a medicine roll. Actually, give me a chemistry roll. Expecting the different samples that you took from the corpses. Chemistry, chemistry. Ah, oh, yes. And then I will need... I uh, went to school for nothing. <laughs> All these student loans. <laughs> They're piling up. Yeah, can I, can I just push my chemistry? I'm, I'm not. 
Absolutely. Go ahead and push the chemistry roll. Never mind. It can get a lot worse. Alrighty. Oh, wait. She can, like, stab herself with the... You destroy two of the specimens that you took out of the laboratory and accidentally drop them careless. Ah. Well, you notice nothing out of the ordinary under your examination. It just seems to be like normal enzymes are released when a cut occurs on the human skin. Can I just use biology? Absolutely. You continue to make observations of these different samples. I kind of wanted to break them. Oh, there's no way of breaking that. I'm more (laughs) biologist than a chemistress. Everything seems normal. It just seems to be like normal tissue samples. Seems like it's healthy, decaying at a certain rate. Should you look at the tongue that was on the step that was cut, um, stapled on his uh, uh, on his uh, stash? Can I check the um, reports and see if there was anything found? <clears throat> Uh, like the regular organs when they uh, took apart the stomach, things like that. You pour over the police reports and the different reference material that you have about the murders. Nothing out of the ordinary, other than the uh, uh, normal gruesomeness of the murders. It doesn't seem that they are supernatural in any way, and everything that you do discover seems to be like a normal... A normal bleeding to death murder. There's nothing that is unexplained. Bane's just gonna throw the papers off his desk in frustration. How do I reach these kids? I don't know. Are there, are there any other leads at this point? <clears throat> we only have the bodies, a license plate, some cult members. Uh, we're, we're, we're grabbing at straws here. Yeah, I think uh, Frank wants to go speak to the reporter. Yeah, Horst would like to go with him. Mr. Horst, let us go. Right, you guys pile up into the car, make your way over to Prospero House or the New York Times. You have a uh, editor-in-chief that publishes Jackson Elias's works, and you also have Rebecca Schosenberg, the reporter at the New York Times. Is she Jewish? Juden. <clears throat> Whoops, sorry. Um... <laughs> Could I, uh... I think I'm gonna start read up in the cult after being almost killed by multiple occults as is. Alright, Doctor Who. You go ahead and sit down and take a study of the occult. Is there anything from your travels that you'd like to take us be a peek at? Um, uh, the dream realm. These nightmares can't mean nothing. They have to mean something. I've been in this world too long to not know when something's up. 
maybe I can save her. All right. Mm. I'll say that you go through your belongings pecking and seeing what you have in there you find the gospel of yig from bingham oklahoma and you start to read you find that most of the text is that doesn't make any sense at first hmm. read a little bit more and it still doesn't make any sense hmm. um i'm gonna when I have the time, I'm going to go to the library and buy a book on uh, different languages, uh, you know, deciphering different languages and so forth. You go ahead and buy a few four books about crypto cryptography. And going back, you pin down what it must be, how it's deciphered, and it seems to be some kind of multiplication table. The words are take it mathematically encrypted and you see that some of the older books on cryptography are more useful and you're able to come up with a cipher and using that cipher you're able to decode the gospel of yig and you start reading it a lot of it you don't know why the preacher would see the need maybe the compulsion to, cons to encrypt this work you see that this is a journal of the good preacher you continue to read it. Go ahead and roll a d10 for me. Okay. Uh, one. Seven. Go ahead and add seven to your Cthulhu Mythos skill and subtract seven from your sanity. Okay. Little Horse and Frank, you guys arrive at the New York Times. Uh, okay, yeah, you said there was the producer and then there's also the uh, the reporter, right? Let us find the reporter first. Yes, that's she looked sense. very eager. <laughs> I was going to say hot, but yes. I'm an older gentleman. Making your guess. I am that old. Making your way to the New York Times and finding the sixer reporter, Rebecca. Show us some bear. Show some bear. What? Show some bear. You guys find her sitting at a desk in a sea of cubicles. It is a blur of activity. Everything's going which way? Uh, stop the presses and all that. Out of the line. Uh, Rebecca, stop the presses. Stop the presses! Oh god, you know, okay, we'll stop the presses. Everyone shut the presses down! That's... Wait, you can't do that. That's expensive. Let's start it up again. Alright, we stop the presses. What's the deal? What's the news? Oh, oh, oh lord. I meant it as an expression. I apologize. Stop the presses! Everything starts back up again. Sorry about that. Uh, we were hoping that we might speak about what we were discussing at the uh, at Elias's wake. 
Yes, I think it's important that we do. I think an innocent man has been convicted of a crime he's not guilty of, and it's up to us to get to the bottom of it and expose this injustice. Sure. Why not? Oh. I, I, I just thought of a great idea. Can I pull everybody to the side for a second uh, and uh, talk to my co cohorts for a second? What you're if insane. we... I don't think you're anywhere here. Uh, you just lose your mind. I'm fine. I'm fine. I only have I have 19 health. 19, no 18 sanity left. It's okay. Impressive. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think you're actually. Like that. I'm saying, what if we? Uh, I'm betting this uh, this cult or this group wants a hidden from the public. We have the presses. We have. I have money. I'm willing to pay to uh, make it so that. Um, how will we print out a story and a description of some people and the way they wear, how they wear the stuff, and make make them public? Emily number one. It's too uh, nebulous, Doctor. We gotta go with a story that has proof and evidence. Otherwise, that we're just the ravings of a local madman. Look, I'm ready and eager to break this story just as much as you are. But we need to nail down these cultists and figure out just where they live. Uh, we need to know quite a few more things about Who are these cultists? If you'd be so kind, we, uh, we are playing catch-up here. Who are these cultists? Exactly, who is this that's in jail right now? So you're like muffle again. The man in jail, his name is Hilton Adams. He's a local Harlem man who was arrested and blamed for the murders. I do not think he is the murder perpetrator. However, the murders have continued. And now with this latest one, that makes 10. Considering this latest murder happened, wouldn't that be a point in his favor? I would say it exonerates the man without question. However, the legal system doesn't care about guilt as long as they have someone to punish and blame. What does she know about? Does she know? Did we already ask her how she knew Elias? Elias is a pretty famous gentleman, and especially in the area of occult, he's the go-to golden standard. He set the bar. And that doesn't really answer how she, how you know him. What is your involvement? I'll have you know I'm a crack reporter. There's nothing that gets out of me that there's no stone that I don't leave unturned. If there's an expert in the field, I'll seek them out and for their research information. And Jackson is widely regarded as the foremost expert in the field. Is there any new? Is there any new group? Oh, sorry. How does this have much to do with the occult? It's not every day that the cultists operate in New York, especially so flagrantly. Nine murders, and now with the tenth of one of the investigators of said cult. My god, I don't know if anything happens, unfortunately, because of the nature of how these things operate and preying upon the disenfranchised and the vulnerable. Who knows how many, really, how high their body count could really truly be. So anybody has gone missing within the last three years, like unusually disappeared without a trace? This is New York. Yeah. 
That's that's very true. The constant stream of delinquents and degenerates that get lost, never to be seen Elias. again. Obviously, Elias gave us a call and asked us to come see him. Elias seemed to think there was something he knew that he needed to tell us. Unfortunately, by the time we got to him, the cultists had beaten us there. Do you have any idea what he could have discovered that warranted his, uh, his, his calling of me and my compatriots here? Well, what I suspect is that whatever book he was working on currently and the research he was conducting here in New York turned out to be more dangerous than he first initially thought. Apparently. Nevertheless, is there any chance that you found something before? Mr. Elias, Dr. Elias was very secretive about his work. As it was quite dangerous, he didn't want... And I will say his enemies now, catching up with him. It seems that his precautions weren't good enough. Very secretive, except when he's speaking to a reporter. Can we check his office? He has left a journal or something. Yeah, did he have an office other than his uh, house? Right here, maybe. Frank, you would know from your brief conversation on the phone with him that he is a globetrotting adventurer and that he was only here in New York momentarily for this research on the specific cult that he was trying to track down here. While he doesn't have any permanent offices and uh, pretty much living out of his suitcase, traveling around for his different works, a man of his passions, you would probably deduce that most of the belongings, the research material, you have in your possession. That that wasn't stolen away by the escaped cult member. Gotcha. Uh, Rebecca, are there any leads on where these cults They seem to be quite elusive and dangerous. However, I suggest you speak with Hilton Adams' wife, Millie Adams. She seemed to be a point of contact for the group investigating the cult, and they might have been getting too close. I'm not exactly sure what the connection between him, Jackson Elias, and the Carlisle expedition is, but I have a feeling that these loose threads need to be tied together if we are to understand the entire picture being painted. What exactly is the Carlisle expedition? she answer that? She grins. Well, I... It's been in the papers for quite a few years now. It seems that Carl... Um, it seems that Roger Carlisle, the Playboy millionaire, set out on an expedition to Egypt. That's the basic facts. The, uh, the details are a bit scandalous of the situation. I trust you to make your own observations there. What I remember from the papers, there was an expedition to Egypt, and they, uh, while out in the bush, were torn apart by some natives. All of their bodies were recovered, but they were brutally murdered out there. Ah. Yes, that is the surface story, but there might be two. There might be more to it. 
His sister, Erica Carlyle, was there and was the one who executed the justice on the people they found to have perpetrated the murder. However, it was suspicious circumstances, as the people that were blamed for it just seemed to be... Well, it is controversial. Well. In any case, if you want to discuss this further with Erica Carlyle, I think she'll be able to give you more information. Can you introduce us? Absolutely, I'll write you a letter of recommendation. My myself, I... Uh, my myself, while I don't know her personally, I believe that my good standing as a reporter might see if it's an in for you. She takes a few moments, uh, taking out a piece of paper, a very nice uh, quality piece of paper, writes out a letter of introduction to you and uh, puts it, sealed envelope, hands it to you all. Great. Uh, thank you. Absolutely, and if you're looking for any more information on specifically what Jackson Elias was looking into that would prove to be so dangerous to him, I suggest you talk with his editor. Jonah Kenston is a good man, and I know that he'll be able to eager to work with you and figure out who has done this to his dear friend. Uh, most definitely. Where is this man? Well, you'll definitely be able to find him down at his publishing house, the Prospero House. Indeed, thank you. Alright, I think we have everything we need. Horse, what do you think? Should we head on we to should, Prospero? We head Let's go meet uh, Mrs. Carlisle. Ah, uh, yes. Ah. Uh, Frank, uh, Frank leans over to Rebecca and says, Ma'am, if there's anything that I could do to help you, please do not hesitate to reach me at my personal number. Charm roll. Oh my. Damn. He must... Nice! Somehow the woman's hair just frizzles up a little bit. It's like suddenly the room gets more humid. Well, I, I never say, my goodness, uh, Detective, I wasn't expecting that. I suppose I should drop by sometime. I'll let you know when I can come. Of course. Uh, you know, I'm here to help. And I'll let you know if I get any information on the case, absolutely. And you'll be the first to know. And if there's anything else I could do for you, I'm very good cook. I can bake. Mm. He likes to be called Shiro Bear, by the way. That is not true, disembodied boys. Uh, thank you. I I think... Uh, give me a call later on this week. We can arrange something. You guys make your way out of the New York Times with a very blushing and red-faced uh, Rebecca. Piling into the car, you guys uh, arrive and consulting some maps. Make your way out to Erica Carlisle's estate. A very luxurious manor. You guys find yourselves parked out front of this, uh, <laughs> of those fancy iron rock gates where it has, like, these giant spiky bars, and you see, uh, the Carlisle name in cold lettering emblazoned on the front of the gate. 
Shall we? Is uh, there? Yeah, I guess let's go inside. I mean, it does not open. You guys do see there are a couple groundsmen wandering the facilities doing gardening. We wave one of them over. One of them uh, trots over, uh, waddling up. Um, uh, can I help you? We're here to see Mrs. Erica Carlisle. Well, do you have an appointment? Let's just say we're a friend of uh, Mrs. Carlisle, and she needs to speak to us. Oh, interesting, interesting. And who may I say is calling? I am Lloyd Sauer, and this is uh, my... Uh, Mr. Francis Bourgeois, Jefferson III. Uh, let her know that friends of Elias's are here. All right, we'll let her know. Uh, wait here one moment, please. I'm going to need a group charm roll and... Wait, no. I'm going to need a group credit roll. Credit rating roll. Well, I don't have a lot of credit. <clears throat> I've only recently come into this money. Times have been tight. Is that everyone? Yeah, I guess that is everyone. Peasants. I think we're missing one person, actually. Who is who yeah, we missing? Yeah, uh, Dr. Who. Credit rating. Doctor Who's got to have a credit rating. That's pretty high at this point, huh? Come on, Doctor Who. We need that credit score rating. Oh, the credit score rating. Sorry. Yes, we'll sir. Yes, yes. It's not looking All good right. for the group. Credit score. Credit score. It's credit Wait, rating. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Oh shit, I had myself muted for this whole time. I was talking to you guys and I thought you guys could hear me. We can hear you. Oh. You, you, you've been talking to us. You just haven't been responding to us when we talk to you. Oh, that's <laughs> It's worse. been a one-way yeah, street. Yeah, responding to us. <laughs> oh, alright. That's fair. That's fair. Okay, give me a second. Give me a second. Uh, credit score with D will be here. Credit, credit, credit. Rating go. Activate. Hard success. That pushes you over. You guys needed that. So an eyebrow was raised from the groundskeeper as he looks you guys over. You look a little shrabby to be requesting an audience with the lady, Erica Carlisle. However, fucking doctor. the good man, the good doctor, straightens up and he uh, burps uh, to the side and it doesn't get noticed. Uh, and after a moment, you guys are led into the gates as they screech open and you guys are led into the stately manor uh, this is why it's good to have entourage make yourself look good waiting for a moment in the large marble foyer at the base of the grand staircase you guys after a moment are taken into the library reading room by a fancy butler man. After a few moments, first looks at the books on the. There are books on the shelves. Is this like a library, or is it? This is an impressive library. You guys would say this is at the top end of a wealthy uh, 
individual's library, you see volumes and volumes of obscure and standard literature on the walls. Okay. We want to, while we're talking, I'm going to be looking at the titles. Spot hidden check. Pete. Just a success, huh? I mean, I got a 25. You notice a fat collection of Poe's poems in the bookcase, sneaking out slightly. Uh, what a fat collection of Poe's poems sticking out of the bookcase there, ever so slightly. Not that I noticed that. I don't read a lot of books. I'm just sure this one. <laughs> little horse, you notice that the Poe's poem book looks a little too fat. So I I pull it out and have a look at it. Behind Poe's tome is a small panel that can be pulled open. I'm going to put the book back and wait for a moment so that we don't get walked in. Mm -hmm. so she doesn't walk in on us. Two seconds after you put the book back and your arm lowers and you continue to peruse, a man walks in and introduces himself. Howdy, y'all. My name's Bradley Gray. I'm the lawyer and uh, manager of the Erica Carlisle estate. Now, may I help you all? Uh, we came to speak to uh, Ms. Carlisle. We oh. are looking into the, uh, well, the death of her brother. We suspect that perhaps there was some, uh, there was some foul play beyond what was reported in the papers. A good friend of ours turned us on to the case. We just wanted to have a few words with the mass, with the missus. Oh, goodness, this does seem like a matter that the mistress should attend personally. One moment, please, I'll fetch her. Okay, Horst is going to go back to the book and pull the lever. You open the panel and you see a small button behind the doorway. I'm going to... I think you need to push that button. You need to push the button. Uh, he pushes the button. You push the button, and the entire stairway, the entire bookcase, leans to the side and opens and unlocks a little bit. Wait, did you do this in front of somebody? No, we waited for him to leave. Yeah, they're like, oh, okay. on. Uh, Horst, do what you need to do. I'll slow them down. So I go ahead and, and you said there's a. It's cracked open now? cracked open the bookshelf you pull on it a little bit and you reveal a small area behind the bookshelf which has a safe uh frank is gonna go outside of the room and wait for the people to come try to have a conversation with them in the hallway and slow them down give horse a little more time with whatever's going on in there i mean i i, I take a look at the safe and actually try the handle just in case it's not actually locked it is locked what a uh, concept that is. Yeah. Lock safe. Let me get my lock safe. What? Never know. I'm gonna pull out my uh, I'm gonna pull out the, my doctor the the thing that you put in your ears and you listen to heartbeat. And I hand it to him and it's like, try again. And yeah, what? Uh, he's the doctor. He knows the correct terms. It's the <laughs> ear thingy listener device. Yes. Damn it. I invented this! No, no, well, I didn't. You take the stethoscope and hold it up to the safe. You hear it ticking as you move the knob. 
you start to hear echoey footsteps of two people approaching the library. Again, I'm slowing them down, though. I'm outside. So uh, yeah, as, I see them, as I see them come up to the door, I say, Oh, uh, my I... friend, my friend had to use the restroom. Uh, while we wait for him to return. Uh, uh, Mrs. Miss, Miss Carlisle, I presume? Oh, it's a pleasure to meet you. Um, please, let's uh, let's continue into the library and have our discussion there. Uh, my friend, he just wandered down the hallway to use the restroom. You don't mind if we wait for him to return? Horst closes the wall. Oh, I, I was going to do is close the wall uh, behind you so you can continue doing the thing. And then no, I, can I, I think it's big enough for a safe. I don't think it's big enough for like a dude. Yeah, I'm not going to. Horst just lives in the wall now. With a hand motion, Erica Carlisle sends one of the bustlers looking for this rumored individual that went for the bathroom, and then she walks into the room just as the bookshelf swings shut, and you guys stand there hoping she didn't see you. Oh! Ah, uh, he must have slipped past. There you are, boy. She seems pretty self-absorbed and uh, aloof and continues to directly to one of the chair sofas and uh, sits down. I understand that you're here to discuss my brother. Indeed. Well, I'm going to have to be reserved in some of the aspects of our relationship. There was a little bit of tension while he was running things around here. Uh, that's fine. Uh, what was Eliza Elias's last name again? Uh, Jackson Elias. Elias was his last name. Dr. Uh, Elias. Dr. Elias. Uh, Miss Carlisle, uh, we are good friends of a uh, Dr. Elias. He seemed to be very interested in the circumstances of your brother's death, and he asked us before his own untimely demise to look into it. Well, I understand that there were many reporters and authors that were infatuated with my brother and his antics. He was the talk of the town, and a lot of people made money on writing up and making his lewd acts more, uh, more known. Well, I can't speak to that man, but I know that Mr. Lies, my friend, was much more interested in the occult than he was in any slanderous, salacious activities of your brother. I understand, and it seems that my brother was getting into some of these dark magic and these uh, uh, ritualistic aspects of society. I believe his expedition to Egypt was on a discovery fact-finding mission for some of these proclivities. However, my problem arised when he decided to waste the entire family's resources in pursuing these fancies of... Uh, these fanciful flights. How much did he spend on this? Frankly, he was running our entire estate into the ground, and it was only because I was able to take over and manage this ship that we've been successfully able to right ourselves as an institution. Wow, very intelligent. And intuitive. Hardly. Our family's resources are almost limitless. It'd be a foolish to be able to allow it to lapse into anything else. Uh, indeed. 
you uh you wouldn't have any of your brother's papers any documents maybe friends of his that might know more about this occult knowledge it was a few years that he set out these ramblings of a madman it was with it was when he first met that woman that woman Yes, it seems that he was able to let himself be manipulated by Mweru. She was Ooh. able to poison his mind. Which woman? Mweru. Uh... <laughs> Did I pronounce that right? Frankly, I never bothered to learn her name as she was... I thought, frankly, that he wouldn't take much of an interest in her, that she was just a passing thing. However, she proved to be more formidable for my brother. What did he... Where did he... Where did she come from? Honestly, I don't know much about the woman. I can tell you more about the other principal members of the expedition that continued and went with my brother Roger on his way to Egypt. That would be useful. Did he, did he bring anything back? Unfortunately, my brother never did return from the continent. I went after him, looking for clues of what might happen to him after his disappearance, and we discovered that some of the locals there dispatched of my brothers. We were quick to bring them justice as well, and we hanged them. That was very kind of you. We made the countryside safer for other adventuring Englishmen and Americans to go on expedition. Yes, here, here. Oh, sorry, wrong accent. Oh, here, here. Yeah, In any sure. case, practically the same accent. Uh, that's fine. Where did he meet this woman? And is she was she on the expedition with him? She was, along with Doctor Robert Huston. Did they take any uh group pictures uh, before the ex- expedition? Do you have any way of identifying who is who? Yes, I actually have something here. This is a Hypatia Master's work. She served as the photographer, the principal photographer for the expedition. There were four people in total, in addition to my brother and Emuero, for a total of six. There was Hypatia Master's who I met occasionally and I was unimpressed by. I know that her and Roger dated for a while, a few times, inconclusively. She was a good photographer, however, and that's perhaps the reason she went along with the expedition. Sir Aubrey Penhugh. I don't know anything about the man. He was a British guy who seemed to need a lot of money. Everyone around Roger certainly did. Dr. Robert Hughes, Dr. Robert Husden, was a handsome man and found and found to be extremely sensitive and perceptive. It was probably for this reason that my brother chose him to accompany him to the expedition. And finally, Jack Brass Brady, my brother's bodyguard, fanatically loyal to Roger. Yeah, none of these individuals made it back. 
Unfortunately, none of them were ever seen again after they departed for Africa on their expedition. Uh, I, excuse me, does that mean that you did not find their bodies? What we found was something unrecognizable. We knew that by finding certain aspects of their belongings, we undoubtedly knew that they were what was left. Telltale game. The little icon would show up on the top saying that. Frank noticed that. I understand, Mrs. Car Miss Carlisle, and I apologize for putting you through these memories. Uh, we just have a few more questions. Please, if it's any help in discovering what happened exactly to the Carlisle expedition. I'd appreciate it, however, I don't want the name of my family to be dragged through the mud, and I'd appreciate it if you kept the standard story unaltered. However, yes. if you do discover anything, I would appreciate you bringing the information directly to me. So, Horst tries to take Frank aside and kind of nudge him like maybe she can help fund such an adventure. Carl, <laughs> uh, uh, I completely agree with you. Uh, that said, for us to conduct this uh, investigation, uh, perhaps some funding might be in order. Of course, it always seems that it is in order. And she puts an arm up like one of those hand signs. And at that point, Bradley takes out a checkbook, right. starts writing, cutting checks. I'm good. I have enough finances. <laughs> Uh, should we pay you all individually? Are you uh, a single entity investigating this matter? <sighs> Separate uh, yes, that would, probably, that would probably be best, yes. I, when she's about to hand us the check, hand me the check, my check, I'm going to raise my hand and say, no, tonight instead stay here for a few days and look through the library. Um, give me persu uh, social role, persuasion. You complete stranger, do you mind if I come and live in your house for like a few days? I am freaking rich, though. Persuasion. Where is persuasion at? Where is persuasion? It's at the very uh, top. Can we go with something else that's not persuasion? Can I'll I go accept with... any charm roll or any social roll, so that would be charm, persuade, and intimidate fast dog. Uh... Oh man. Uh... Charm. It's uh it's my this was my highest one. With that, can I attempt to do something similar then? Yes, you may. How so? Like, can I persuade her to sleep with me? Wow. Charm roll. Charm. That, that is a charm roll. Oh, this might be difficult then. Nope. Never mind. Nice. Okay, really? you should help me out. Carla, would you be so kind as to fuck my baby? <laughs> I mean, I'm hot. 
clearly intrigued by your animalistic presence. She looks you over and she is blushing. My goodness, Dr. Bane, I do think it is important that you come to our next social. I would be so popular if I could have you attend. Mm. Nope. I did nothing. I am not a charming man. Obviously. Goodness, I am just so heated up. I must find myself retiring. If you need anything else on your way out, please see to it that Bradley Gray will now... <laughs> will not be uh, denied that your every pleasure shall be attended to. Please, excuse me, I'm doing loops here. I'm just besides myself, and she shoots you another glance, doctor. Away. Actually, he's going to grab her by the arm, kind of like spin her towards himself. Goodness, and, like, doctor, behave yourself. <laughs> dip her, and then he's going to like take out his business card, but it's like modified to be like what he gives people to have, like his personal number. He's just going to slide that into her, uh, her pocket. Yeah. Pocket? You mean her bra? Uh, bra? Um, can I slide that into her her, her breasts? Mr. Bray, Mr. <laughs> breasts. The lawyer, Mr. Gray, uh, stands up out of his chair uh, as you grab her, but then you dip her and then hand her the business card, and you can tell that Erica is like waving him off, enjoying the moment thoroughly, and uh, is eventually uh, pulled away by a series of maids and butlers, but she uh, taps it's them all down. Everyone, it's fine. Thank you. Yes, but Dr. Bain, I appreciate your information, and I hope to see you again post-haste. Excuse me, excuse me. She's going to blow her a kiss away. and give him the wink. Thoroughly embarrassed, Erica Carlyle leaves in a... <laughs> a ball of emotions, making her way outside. Bane's just going to make a little smack with his, uh, his teeth, and he's going to be like, still got it. Miss Carlisle, Miss Carlisle, uh, uh, Mr. Gray, the lawyer, uh, chases after her along with the different people, leaving you guys uh, alone in the library for a moment. Go quick, activate. Actually, how big is this library? It's a well-endowed library. It's very large. It has a nice fireplace. Are there any, like, gothic literature books? Like, can I look for some Edgar Allan Poe? Let myself some of the Raven. You find the same Edgar Allan Poe poem book that has uh, a protrusion as if um, it's not shutting correctly. You can tell from where it's been placed on the uh, bookshelf. You can see that there's something inside of the book. Oh, well, is it a poem? Like, can I take it out? You it's a knife. Take down the literature, open up the book, and you see that there is a bookmark, uh, a folded piece of paper inside of the book. I'm going to look it over. It's a series of numbers, three two-digit numbers. Hmm. Interesting. Is there I'm anything... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I'm going to write down the three-digit numbers on a separate sheet of paper and put it back. Would be the... Never mind. Is there any books that have, like... There's something that's close to a tongue into it? Like, like the, the three-digit numbers. Oh, yeah. oh wait. Can I use the three-digit number to find maybe the book? Maybe take a reference? Or to open a safe? 
haven't even told you guys oh, yeah, about that... three digit numbers. Why are we just assuming I would have said anything? I was about to ask. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's true, that's true. Stealing type of thunder, sorry. You guys all see her take down the book and take the note out of the piece of paper inside the book. I guess that's... The first asks what was on the note. Especially since she then wrote something down. Yes. Or he, whatever your agenda is. Sorry. Okay. I'm a dude. Yeah, I forgot. It's hot. He has such a manly voice. <laughs> Dr. Ben, are you going to answer... A little horse's question. I'll, I'll tell. I'll tell him. All right. She guys. Uh, she holds up the note with a series of numbers on it. Well, this seems like a safe code. Shall we? We're by ourselves, right? We're not. You guys, seeing that you guys are alone and you do have a window, go back to the bookshelf, open it back up. Yeah, let's see if we can find what's there. Opening the panel, you press the button, which leverages the bookshelf to the side, and you guys find yourself back at the safe. Quickly, putting in the combination. The safe opens. What's inside the safe? You find a couple books in there, four total. You find the following manuscripts. The Panoptic Manuscript, Selections de la Verde del Von. Sexy. Amongst <laughs> the Stones and Life as a God. I call oh, it take the, Life as a God. The stone. I call the stones. I call Life as a God. I'll take the Spanish sounded one. <laughs> of course. All right, you guys sequester away the different tomes hidden away in the safe closing the safe and then closing the bookshelf back up you guys place the combination back in the book and then the bookshelf the book back on the bookshelf looks like no one was ever there hmm. I'm gonna walk to the brandy table pour me a glass offer if anybody wanted some can I see if that's take... super expensive brandy yeah you it's see the that brand. these brandies, there's like six or seven just brandies, and then some other fancy whiskeys are in these crystal stoppers. It seems very luxurious. He's gonna like glance over some of the alcohols, like being real decisive. Oh. Uh, hmm. Does she have any Henry the Fourth Duggington Heritage Bacognard Grande? I guess. God, such a long name. It takes you a moment, but you are able to find it. Yeah, I think that's exactly how that's pronounced. God, so you take some of that, pour it into a glass, just straight up, but like only a small amount. Swish it around in the glass, take a little sniff, and like leisurely sip. You sip it. It tastes like victory. <laughs> Delicious. After a few moments of lounging and relaxing, you guys are met by another butler, different one, who leads you out to the grounds back to your car. Thank you. I hand him a 50 and a, uh, as a tip. Thank you very much. That's very generous of you, sir. You all have a wonderful trip. Don't do that. Don't give me hope. 
don't have any uh, siblings, do you? I am one of nine. I'm my bro first cousin of six Samuels. Hold oh, that. It's like it's like Pokemon oh, again, where you meet Nurse Joy. <laughs> All the butlers in this world are Samuels. Uh, the rich, they've cloned the perfect butler. No, I cloned the perfect butler. Don't yeah, give that to me. Actually, it's canon. <laughs> Don't take well, away you my were, You were like rich, that. though. It was yet a very me? accurate sentence. Uh, I think as we're, so as we're driving, I think uh, Frank it's like, I think it's time that we compare some notes. <clears throat> what do we know so far? Where do we go from here? Who's driving? Is it me still? Uh, terrifying, but I believe yes. Excellent. I start going a little bit faster, and I, I take my sip of drink. Uh, we'll go around one at a time. Horse. No. What are your impressions? What have you learned? What have I learned? I've learned that I didn't get a book. Uh, what do you mean? Just four bucks. I can have the other one. What is the I'm not going to read either one of these. That's uh, I think the the lady has offered to have sex with somebody. Oh yes, yes, that one. So we should probably make plans to to follow the first step on the thread. What right. you got with the we have done a good job of finding two employers to pay us for the same job. That's yes, very important. And... Let's go to my abode. So I'm gonna drive right them back to my place, so I can play with my uh, my uh, my uh, Cosmo. I'd rather not. Can I like stop at a casino for a bit? Sure. There's a there's a back alley one I know good um, good friends with. I would rather not. I'll, I'll go to a proper casino. There's no proper casinos. And as you guys oh, retreat back to your own oh, uh, perspective. <laughs> as you guys all head back to your perspective, uh, abodes to rest up at the end of the day. You consider the clues that you've gotten so far and you think, fuck, this is some fucked up shit. Ah, it's not that bad, actually. My friend, what? Dr. Elias did. <laughs> uh. Well, we got a couple of numbers. Now we just need to get on the ship and fly into space. It's a good anime. It's a good anime. One of my favorites. It's a good starter anime, honestly. So we're gonna end it this week, guys. Mm. A new book to read into. And go even more insane. You had 17 sanity left? Uh, I have 18. 18. You also have zero luck. All your luck's gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, let me show you. Why you kept the same character? Because I didn't know where it changed characters. 
Well, my that would involve uh, Doctor Who being here long enough to have any idea what we're talking about. The last campaign ended. Yeah, I mean, you could play as Doctor Who. I don't know, I'll change characters. I don't honest. mind. It's up to you. We yeah, actually, are you bored and looking to fill hours and hours with the most garbage trash that's ever been manufactured on the planet Earth? Well, you're in luck because the new garbage podcast that's ever been produced just was produced and is now available because now that you have all this extra time, so does other people. So you need to fill that time with the most inane trash that doesn't help anything go anywhere or move anything as truly as zero in all things it is nothing when added to subtracted from and multiplied just trash in your ears it's already effort it has time to register because that's just the mindless garbage created by azathoth himself in the center of our universe in which all madness and chaos emanate listen every wednesday and friday and tune in available everywhere you get your podcasts and the podcasts are available we build the world, we build it all, it'll never fall because it's rock solid like our jaws. It is the law, and it really sticks in my craw when the gun here, I hate them all. I wish I could call, call the cops on every one of those black people. Yeah, we're gonna build a wall. We're gonna build a wall. We'll build it taller than any wall has ever known. Rosh, namo, blah, blah. Wow. It's the law.